And welcome back. Thank you very much for staying with us. Uh, we are talking about the value of learning how to get unattached. You know, I'm a, I, I was a control freak for a number of years. And getting unattached was a really big job for me. Was it natural for you? Controlling? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Just uh, you were like, uh, if, if you were to, if you were to be graded on that, you would get A plus. A plus. <laughs> well, I was a jerk. <laughs> I did really good. I tell you, I uh, it, controlling is no problem. So getting unattached and uncontrolling was a big challenge for me. And really, I've only you know I've been working on it for twenty, thirty years. And only recently have really gotten my arms around it in a profound way. And I can tell you that it is incredibly freeing to release attachments and, and flow instead of being controlling. Well, well, you like yourself better, don't you? Little. I'm kidding. <laughs> yes, I do. Tremendously. It's a, it, frankly, frankly, it's a burden. Because you're trying to control things that are out of your control. There it goes. You're always trying to control things that are out of your control. So it's a huge burden. And, you know, and truly we are controllers because we don't trust God. You know, that's the only reason we're controlling is because we don't trust. We don't trust God. We just don't trust life. The other part is, I mean, that's you, you maybe, but the other part of controlling is your ego wants it its way. It's not not to do with trust. It's like I want what I want, so I'm going to power trip things. Yes. I used to do that better. Yes, you were you were a plus on yeah, that one. I was a star model of it. <laughs> <laughs> you could what, take a template off of me. <laughs> that's right. And you had to release that. And do you it, like yourself better? Well, it took a lot of work. Yeah, that's right. You know, in my, like I was in the jail of my ego, uh, and my uh, ego wanted me, 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 that part of me. And uh, still, you know, I fought to think highly of myself, like I was a really <laughs> good person and all that. So I was doing all kinds of deceptions. And, you know, but as as my heart and reason expanded, I go, boy, this sucks, and if... If I'm thinking to promote world peace, these attitudes are exactly the opposite of world peace because if I'm going me, 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 my way, get out of my way, you know, for my glory and for whatever I want, and there's other egos doing that, we're going to clash. This is not where world peace comes from. So, you you know, all those kind of things begin to make me go, uh, I'm sick and I need to find another way to have my, hold my attitudes. You know, for us to really truly be unattached means that we have to be at peace with whatever is. Whatever is, is. Yeah. For us to be truly unattached, we just have to accept whatever is. So I ask you to look in your life right now and notice places where no matter what would happen, you would be at peace. You know, like all of a sudden your husband says, I'm out of here, or all of a sudden your job is gone, or your child dies, would you be able to just simply be at peace? I'm not talking about that you wouldn't have your moments of um, grief and adjustment, 
but I am talking about you moving into an acceptance, even while you're going through your grieving, you move into acceptance of, well, if this is what God wanted to have happen, then, then it is, and so be it. And it doesn't fit any of my pictures, but that's too bad. I accept it, whatever it is. That's what unattachment is. I tell you folks, uh, I think Keith will back me on this. You know, we're heading into some challenging times ahead. You know, times that are difficult. You know, the financial uh, uh, crisis we're in right now is a perfect example. We're heading into some tough times. And, you know, this is just like the beginning. And if you don't have an ability to be at peace in whatever conditions, you're going to be in torment all the time. And the truth is, is that you can be in the middle of chaos. You can be at peace. It's possible. But one of the places you're going to have to go to work on now so that you're prepared for that is to release your attachments to everything and everything. Now, that doesn't mean release your passion or stop loving anybody. You can love them just as much as you ever have or more, but you also have to understand that you're not there, there's no attachments and whatever comes, comes, and you're at peace with that. So... To actually have peace with no matter what's going on, you got to realize that everything has a purpose and it's within the divine plan of God or of life and it's happening as it's supposed to happen. Ours is, uh, the big deal about us is how we respond to it. But anything can happen and, and you know, it's up to us to respond in the most efficient, productive way. But there's a place where I... I um, um, I don't uh, uh, accept or I don't have peace. And that's a place, and I think this is appropriate, is when I do a lower performance of how I deal with things than I need to or than I'm capable of. And then, you know... But you see, that's, um, that's appropriate use of guilt. It's appropriate use of guilt. And that's where it's supposed to be. That's right. Judgment and guilt is supposed to be self-applied yeah, that's right. so that we improve ourselves. And it has nothing to do with what other people are doing, but what we're doing. And for us to say, wait a minute, we did not come up to the level yeah. we're capable of. Let's get it together. So we should not be accepting of ourselves not performing at a level that we can perform at uh, to do what's most appropriate and to do our best and to advance the most. So you do your best, and then as you, as your famous saying goes, accept the rest. Do your best, accept the rest, relax and enjoy, seek balance and wholeness. So accept the rest means no matter what happens, you come to peace. You know, I laughed the other day because one of the guides who oversees us and comes through and talks to us frequently, I was amused because Keith said, is everything going to be okay? And he, <laughs> and he said, yes, everything's going to be okay. And then a little while later, I started laughing because I realized that it wouldn't matter which way it went, the way that we would sort of prefer or the other way, we would still be okay. And that was the whole point. We had to be okay whichever way it went. We had to not care. So we had to be impassioned to do our best job and not care what happens. And the caring comes from the attachment in the ego. Our ego wants us to be accomplished or, you know, whatever it is our ego is chasing. And so it takes humbleness 
for us to release our attachment, to get humble and to say whatever happens, happens. It's happening for a reason. It's happening with imperfection, and I accept it. Here's a list. Of, you know, we were talking about jealousy on the break. Uh, you want me to read my list of uh, how to deal with jealousy? I really do. Okay, there's, you, you know, figure out which one applies to you yourself. Uh, but here's a whole list. First, you have to own it, you know, so that you can say, wow, I'm jealous. Uh, this is not the way to be. I need to move on. And then you need to choose. I don't want to be jealous. Meditation helps you to be detached from things more. Affirmations. Do you, do you have a good affirmation about jealousy? It's a page. Okay, so we'll, we'll, we'll come, come back, back to, to that. that. Yes. Uh, redirect your thoughts when you're jealous. Redirect your thoughts. Get involved in another direction. You're listening to Mastering Ourselves with Keith and Charmaine Amber, your spiritual lifestyle experts with sound answers to life's tough questions Monday through Saturday, 7 p.m. Pacific, 10 p.m. Eastern, right here on CRN. We'd love to hear from you, questions or comments at ambers at masteringourselves.com. What else do you have on that list? Take self-inventory. See if something of you is offensive or not right. You know, maybe that's why the person rejects you and you're jealous about that, if that's the case. You know, jealousy is just one of many, many, many things that we need to release if we're going to be unattached. Mm -hmm. But this just gives you a starting point. Improve yourself. Like, you know, maybe the other person had more class than what you're showing. You take a look and then you start improving yourself. Maybe that changes the whole thing and no longer needs to be an issue. And maybe the whole thing happened to push you to improve yourself. You know, jealousy is often based in comparison. You know, you compare yourself to another and then you get jealous because you deem them better or worse. And... Or you deem yourself better or worse. Yeah. And actually, everybody has their own unique lessons. So it's difficult ever to uh, compare. It's a very, it's an ineffective thing to do. Now, here's the one I would do more. I've done all these, but the one I would do more is coach and purify my attitudes kind of thing. And you could use prayer and effort, meditation, affirmations with that. But uh, coach myself and purify my attitude. Yeah, and so what you're talking about with that is setting a clear intent. I want to get over jealousy. Yeah. I'm, You know, I've had it. I know that it's no good for me. It's not my right path. I want to stop it. Yeah. And that intent starts driving the car in a new direction. So you did affirmations a bit more than I did, although I did them too. And I did this coach and purify my attitude a bit more, although you've done that too. I, yes. I think it's how we are. So it's a little different for everyone. Some people journal and, and be honest with themselves, and sometimes that's how they get it out, and real clear in slow black and white writing so that they can really uh, see it and examine it uh, without their mind just blurring it for them. I've seen people who journal and then send the letters. <laughs> oh. We had somebody years ago who was peeved at us and kept sending letters and just spewing all this stuff out that, you know, it's embarrassing even to think about it because you shouldn't be journaling and then sending it to anybody. <laughs> the idea is to journal to get it out of yourself. And then when you're doing that journaling, start allowing the journaling to start pointing the finger at you and seeing your part in the matter and your part where you're being responsible so that you can uh, change the part you need to and not be worried about everybody else. You know, we, 
we we have this tendency to want to be the perfect end and everybody else is the problem. Yeah. And that isn't the way it is. That's not how it works. Here's the last one of jealousy that I had on this list, and it's humbly accepting your limitations. And that, that takes a lot of character to do that, and it is actually empowering. Like, okay, this girl goes for that, or I just, I'm not the... I'm not the stud athlete like this other guy. I'm I'm third string, and so you know I can improve myself some, but I know I'm never going to be at that level. So I have to accept that, and and uh, work with what I have, kind of thing. That's right. Some affirmations can be very very potent to learning how to get non-attached. The first thing you you want to know is you want to notice the areas where you really do have attachment problems. And start, be as honest with yourself as you can about, yeah, I really do have an attachment that things go this way or that way. And, and look at those areas and then be willing to start shifting them. Affirmations are wonderfully potent. Uh, these affirmations I actually wrote for anger, but they work for jealousy just as well. So when you're, when you're looking for an affirmation, how can you tell you have the one that hits the spot? <laughs> it is a hitting the spot, isn't it? <laughs> I remember when uh, my teacher Leviticus was teaching me how to do, or reminding me, I guess my soul really knows how to do these pretty well. He was, um, he, he told me to, to write some down and I finally wrote some down and then, then he said, how does that feel? He says, like I've been punched in the gut. And he said, then you got it right. <laughs> I was impressed. Oh, jeez. See, here's the thing. These affirmations are not the kind Well, you're of, talking about dealing with your ego. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, because there's a lot of types of affirmations. We're talking about yeah. uh, mastering ourselves. Yeah. These are not the affirmations that bring you a Mercedes or a boyfriend or a new house or yeah. a new job. These are affirmations that change the inside of you from the inside out. And you're right, they're actually going up against your ego. So the first one is, I am no longer exploding in jealousy. You know, a jealous rage. I am peaceful. You know, peaceful is the opposite of jealous. Mm-hmm. In that you know, case. In this case. You know, so you're either jealous or you're at peace, and so mm-hmm. you start choosing peace. I am not always right is more appropriate for the anger and for people who are exploding in anger, I'm not always right is a really tough one well, to own. Well, jealous, too. You know, uh, jealous would say, I'm right and they shouldn't be together. I should be with them or whatever or with yes. her. So uh, I'm not always right could fit into there. I am releasing anger. I am releasing jealousy. Mm-hmm. So what if in the middle of you having jealousy, you start using this affirmation, I am releasing jealousy. And I'll tell you, when it's raging and rearing its ugly head, You just keep saying it. I am releasing jealousy. I am releasing jealousy. I am releasing jealousy. And and you know, like you keep a picture of in your mind of those two being together. So let's say your girlfriend and the other guy. And what you do is you chase that picture out of your mind because you're releasing jealousy. You know, don't let that picture come back. And you keep affirming, I'm releasing jealousy. So you look for any way that triggers your jealousy even like you pass the guy or the girl down the hall and you get jealous again, and then you just go right into, it's like a ramrod, blinders on, I am releasing jealousy. You know, based on what Keith just said, there there might be a part of you that actually feels righteous for your jealousy because these people are violating you, but you know what? 
Who cares? You are jealous. The point is is that you want to master you. Who cares what they're doing? Even if they're violating you, okay, they're bad people and we'll deal with that. But you in this moment want to master you. And so you rise above it and you get out of this. That doesn't mean you have to stay with these people. It doesn't mean that they're right or wrong. It means that you are choosing to master you above all else. Because you have an attachment that uh, them being together makes you jealous about. And so you haven't mastered yourself. And you need to master yourself and neutralize the attachment so that you can be whole and not compromised in certain situations. You know, when you get whole like that and unattached, I can't even begin to tell you the inner freedom you have. Doesn't yeah. matter what's going on outside of you, you're centered, clear, and in peace. You can watch them smooching or anything else and it doesn't get to you. Just centered, clear, and in peace. Takes work. <laughs> yeah. You've you got to want it. you got to want gotta it. got to want wholeness. That's right. Uh, you're listening to Mastering Ourselves with Keith and Charmay Amber. Thank you very much for joining us today. We'll be right back. Mastering Ourselves co-host Keith Amber has done thousands of psychic soul healings over the past 36 years. As a healer and co-host on Mastering Ourselves, Keith offers profound insights that assist you in moving forward in your own life through your own trials and challenges. During Keith's private healings and on the show Mastering Ourselves, many of life's mysteries are explained with the help of the amazing spirit guides of light. Find out what others have to say about Keith's life-altering healings at MasteringOurselves.com. 